G'day guys, welcome to NRL Supercoach Draftcast. It's your boys Corey and Mitch, finally back after a long delay. Uh, let's say half the reason, more than half the reason because of me. Uh, Taller, better, faster, stronger. <laughs> nah, nah, that, that, that don't kill me. <laughs> hey, come on. Uh, good, good, good to be back. Um, look, we have had a little absence, but I do believe that we've probably had the absence at the most appropriate time of the year, and I think we're starting to ramp up now. My apologies, as my work was starting to, uh, my profession was starting to suffer due to some um, deadlines. For those um, of you who don't know, Corey is a homosexual male escort. Yes, and <laughs> Monday was my big, uh, big busy day, so... There's nothing like having to get that gooch re-sewn up. Them dicks don't suck themselves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, but it should be a good episode this week. Nice and trim. We're only looking into round 16. Um, yep. Uh, we're going to look into Origin. What do you reckon, Mitch? Do you uh, want I think to we could go into Origin from the, like, from the standpoint of potential injuries, maybe. Not that I think there's a hell of a lot, but... Mm-hmm. You know, I don't really want to cover Origin. Do you want to say anything? Like, let's have some free speech, you know. It's oh, been a long time since fans. you've been on the radio, you know. Do you want to hear what went wrong with Queensland the other night? Yeah, let's talk about it for five minutes. Okay. Can I go first? Yeah. Okay, well, Ben Hunt's a fucking peanut idiot retard. Yep. Um, I want to play a little clip that I'll bring up in a second that I want to channel. It's a Rabina D-grade AFL coach. Um, that I'd like him to go and have a word to Ben Hunt. So I'm going to play that and hopefully it picks up through the audio. But look, honestly, I actually thought Queensland were quite good. When you break it down, we scored the same amount of tries. We were let down by the fact that we didn't have a dedicated goal kicker uh, and James Maloney kicking at 100% meant that, you know, that's that's the difference. Um, but just quickly touching on the guy that has caused me nothing but heartache. Um, he is a born loser. And I would like to see the back of him. And I hope that the Dragons make the grand final and he fucks that up too. <laughs> because it would be it would be an atrocity if Broncos and Queensland fans had to wear the shit that he has served up to us in the big moments, right? And then he goes on and wins a premiership. Yeah. It would just be an absolute travesty. So, a couple of Ben Hunt things. A lot of people are focusing on the sin binning third tackle kick dead. Look, I don't hate what he was going for there. He went to the side where the sin binning took place. Um, and he went for the kick behind, and he, uh, all, as always, like he's got no finesse, and that didn't come off. But prior to that, the Ben Hunt problem lay in the fact that, um, okay, firstly, he created his first half line break of the whole Origin series, and he overthought it, dug in too long before he delivered the ball to Felice Cafusi. He technically had a four on 1.5 overlap, um, and when you have an overlap like that, you just got to let the fucking cunt sing. You know what I mean? Give the ball some air and let it sink. Don't overthink it. Let it go. Felice Cafusi has shown that he's actually a really good proponent of getting that ball out to the center. I'm telling you right now, if that ball goes to, to who's outside, Chambers still, yep. Chambers and Gagai finish that off. Gaggy. And, that, and, that's, and that's it. Yeah. Um, other than that, pre the, the dead ball kick, he also hoisted a bomb up. And unlike New South Wales halves, who we had on the back foot the whole game, he had no control on that, and he landed it in the in goal rather than, you know, a metre short. So there's no finesse there. 
And I just want to talk quickly about like the way a structured, a well-structured team plays. So a disciplined team is one that will find its spot on the field regardless of the pressure that is being applied to it. New South Wales, I would say, being fair, somewhere between 55-45 and 60-40 was probably the dominance of the Queensland forward pack. Yet New South Wales, <clears throat> so these days in rugby league, every team drives to either the left or right-hand side upright and they try and get an overlap on defence because defenders count out from the post, right? New South Wales did it perfectly. Every time they got into an attacking position, they ended up at the left-hand upright or the right-hand upright and the Latrell Mitchell, like, shitting all over Will Chambers all series, scared the fucking guts out of Queensland. If you look at that side of the field, they also had to carry Ben Hunt, who was always 1.5 metres behind the rest of the defensive line because he was shitting his dax. Like... Just really simple stuff. But it shows you when you're a disciplined team, like Queensland have been previously, you get the rewards, right? Mm -hmm. um, whereas Queensland, we drive in deep territory on the fourth and there's no... Like, we're, we allowed Ben Hunt to be our dominant half and he directed the ball to the fourth play and he'd end up over on the left-hand corner on a Val Holmes trick shot. And when you end up there on a fourth tackle, you literally have the defence in one mind, they know you're going to come right and kick to the winger or try a backline move. So there's, like, fuck. I mean, I can see that. And he can't manage a game. His kicking's bad under pressure. He is basically Queensland's version of Mitchell Pearce. Fuck him off now before the cancer spreads. Yeah. I'm not going to go anymore. I could go into so many more technical things he did wrong, but he's just a fucking idiot and he's upset me. Yeah. I, uh... I think we've got a pretty ready-made replacement and a better fit for the Queensland team in Ash Taylor. I was saying to our group of boys earlier today that I think uh, we've got plenty of attacking potency in... Munster. Munster and Ponga going forward. 100%. Uh, we don't need to rely on our number seven to create. They just need to direct. And one thing that Ben Hunt has shown he can't do is lead a team around the field. Get him to their spots. Um, that's not his... He's, he's too, the, the comparisons I can make with Mitchell Pearce are frightening because I think that Ben Hunt can only do what the system tells him to do. There's a premeditated action that he needs to take is the only way that he mm. does, inverted commas, creativity. Um, it, it's just not... It's, it's the reason that people... Uh, their pl <clears throat> players are either good or great is can they look at what's being developing in front of them and can they respond and, and make opportunity or convert on opportunity I don't think Ben Hunt can do that and I don't think we need him to either let's just get an organiser mm. I'd be happy with Daly Cherry <laughs> Evans for Christ's sake if you don't think Ash Taylor's ready yep. the guy can at least kick goals I mean you've got a, a running 5-8 in Munster so Queensland fans don't get yourselves too down I'm going to tell you in Munster, Ponga, and Jai Arrow, who showed me the other night, he didn't get enough minutes again, but he is ready for that arena. Uh -huh. He's the kind of guy who will play lock for years. McCulloch works his ass off. He's not creative, but you have to take the good with the bad with a guy like McCulloch. He makes his tackles and well, does his down. job. Yep. So you can't go on, you know, but when you're giving A-grade pill, I just thought, you know, when Munster started getting a little pill late in the game, he created half chances, you know, with the stop and start. He he worries defence. Ben Hunter doesn't worry people. Mm. Sorry, I'm cutting in. I'm fucking hating him. All... <laughs> <laughs> I guess you can probably tell that this is a Queensland-centric pair of hosts. No. Um, <laughs> but speaking on New South Wales, I think um, 
that's a good team going forward. Uh, oh, we should have some really good equal series coming forward. And look, uh, okay, so we went down 2-0 this year, but that was they're two good quality games. Yeah. Um, and I think this is going to be back to ding-dong, series for series. Yeah. You know, there's not going to be any dominance for a while, mm. but the, the, the quality of origin this year was excellent. Just remember, everyone, Ponga, Holmes, Gagai, Munster, Arrow, Hess, the carcass of a good team is there for Queensland. Mm. We're just probably where New South Wales were two years ago. However, our guys are getting a taste a bit earlier. Now on to yep, moving on. the future. Um, round 16, we are looking at mostly ins and outs this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, must be honest, didn't watch any of the Pacific tests. Would have liked to have watched the Samoa Tonga game because it tends to be a cracker. However, um, didn't watch any of the international tests. Did you see anything in those that might be, you know, one or two players that may have had a big game? Uh, if you're going to yeah. say no, then... That's I right. caught snippets. Uh, yeah. I'm a busy man, as you know. But I thought James Seguiaro for PNG was surprisingly really good. Yep. Um, and I'd love to see the guy with his tail up and go back to an 80-minute hooker. He's such a bastard. It's weird because he really hasn't... He, he's had opportunity to shine, and it's not there for him. Cronulla's not the place for him. He needs to move yeah, on, yeah. Yep, he, yep. he needs to go pick a team like the West Tigers because Robbie's only got you know six to 18 months, or, I don't know, maybe Parramatta with his mate Normie. Danger. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's a, there's a couple of teams that are struggling for a nine. And I think even Seguiaro, I mean, he loves that Sydney life and playing up. But if you could go back to the Cowboys, I mean, you guys would take him, wouldn't you? Absolutely. Oh, we've, I mean, unless Chudley comes good, which he's got some promise, but he's just like Cameron King before him. I don't know what it is about backup nines, but... Yeah. So, other than that, uh, Elliot Whitehead had a big game for England. Um, Milford looked really good at fullback for Samoa. Joe Fengawi is just doing so much work at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm obviously focused on Bronco-centric players. Sam Cassiano's out for a while. Doesn't affect him super coach-wise, but it may affect Melbourne middle forward minutes. Uh, yeah, I don't have much else to share with you other than that. All right. Well, then, let's move into the game. The round of games coming up. We'll start on Thursday night. The Dragons and the Eels. Yes. So, looks, what have we got here? We've got Jack DeBellin's named, but uh, who's missing here? Tyson, Frizzell, Tyson Frizzell has been left out. Um, Interesting, because he, did he go off during Origin? He doesn't ever play 80 in Origin, yep. yep. He yep. gets asked to do a lot of work early. Okay, so he goes missing, Jacob Host in. Is there anyone else of note in the Dragons? Um, Cameron McInnes has been playing really well. I've noticed that because he got snubbed for Origin. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Tim Laffey had a massive game, actually, for Samoa. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did a little count up on what he would have scored super coach wise, and it was about 130. Nice. Uh, he was back to, he did about 16 offloads and a million tackle busts. So yep. it just shows you how a coach can really quell a guy's impact mm-hmm. if he wants to sort of take the risk factor down. Um, Manu Mo obviously picked up the injury in the Pacific Test, and oh. Murata Niukore is the man named over in the Eels back row. Got to wonder if, uh, what's, who, who's going there, uh, what's his name, that guy that's useless and keeps getting injured. Oh, oh um, with Ter- the long hair. Yeah. Yeah, he's, oh, that's weird. Tepai Moiroa. Tepai Moiroa. Yeah. 
All the promise, none of the delivery. Well, he's actually got Brad Takairangi and <laughs> Murata Niokore named. Mm. I find that interesting, actually. Might be a spicy little pickup there, Murata Niokore. Can I just say, Daniel Alvaro and CSI Avave have become really relevant supercoach props. Talk to me about CSI Avave. Everyone knows about Daniel Alvaro. The cat's out of the bag, as the goat would say, but CSI Avave. He's been on the scene for a while. Why is he relevant now? Uh, getting more minutes. Wow. And I think he's sh- following the lead of Daniel Alvaro. Mm-hmm. The Eels probably having some really big honesty sessions and they're looking at the work and the figures. And There's nowhere to hide when your team's going poorly. And I guess over at Parramatta, they're being asked to account for themselves. So that would be what I'd say there. And plus, dig a little bit deeper there. Tim Manor should have retired two years ago. David Gow looks like he's about 50 Penny Terrapo is a good player. Will Smith's a small guy. Interesting that David Gower looks like. I think he's like 25. Yeah, he's very young. And he's got a yummy, yummy missus too. <laughs> She's a little bit little bit of like oriental in her. Oh. Um, but positive, Vave, Alvaro, Nathan Brown, and potentially Penny Terrapo, cats out of the bag, probably to share the majority of the minutes in the middle there. So positive signs for those guys. Okay. Is Jacob Host worth a start if you're in a pinch? Absolutely. Yeah. I think uh, the way the Dragons tack on the edges, yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, any predictions coming out of this game? Should we expect high scores? I think the Dragons... I, pre- I like a high score. I like a high score, and I keep tipping the Eels, and this week I was going to say, oh, I think the Dragons will do it, but I'm going to stick to the Eels because I've tipped them that many times to bounce, and this is the week. A week off, they've all gone and played for their country, maybe rediscovered their love for football, a few of them. We can only hope. Mm. All right. Second game of the week, played on Friday at 8, 8 p.m. Ooh, 6 p.m. 6 p.m. That's, 6 that's p.m. a typo. It's Friday, 6 p.m. our time, probably 8 p.m. Uh, New oh, Zealand New time. New Zealand, yeah, touche, touche, touche. Uh, the Warriors, really big, interesting kind of team list this week. Um Ooh, I don't know what the fuck's going on in Denver and with um, flights and all of that stuff, but apparently that's done enough to them that um, half of them can't play. Perhaps it's a, a coming down from altitude. Perhaps it's really jet lag. But I mean, all these guys, as far as I'm aware, are back in New Zealand. But hey, Who, so who's missing? Can I ask? All right, well let's go through it. So number three, Anthony Jelling is in. So that would be Peter Hick who's missing. Oh, correct. Um, we've got... Oh, let's just do the cheat sheet here. Isaac Luke is not in. Oh, yeah, Carl Lawton. Now, he is a sneaky oh. one-weaker. Oh. Hey, mummy. Um, Kenny Malmalo, not too much. Doing Dead. there. <laughs> uh, Jerry Bill has taken that spot. That, is that a potential seasoner? Because I know they rate Jerry Bill pretty highly over there. Yeah, I don't know. Kenny Malmala, you know, the connection with the beast, you know, I don't know if that's kind of yeah, going to be accepted. he's also a fucking idiot too. Yeah, he's not, he's, he's not poly enough, I don't think, for that team. No, he looks like a vampire. Mm. Um, I noticed Simon Mannering. Yeah. Alert, alert, alert. alert. Number 13. Alert. Is anyone... Missing from the because I feel like Mannering is actually a back rower. Is someone missing? Am I missing something here? Is someone missing? Is it Ignatius Parsi? No, he's in. Isaiah Papa Lee E E is in there. Adam, Adam Blair. Blair's not there. That's who it is. Yep. So that's a one weeker. Right. Oh, so let's that. go through some of these. Anthony 
I'm going to say Gelling because he wouldn't be calling himself Gelling. It's Gelling, yep. Yep. Uh, look, I picked him up for a one-weeker. I thought he showed enough in mm. the first couple of weeks. Seems to get involved. Seems to have a bit of wiggle. Carl Lawton has... He's a boom or bust guy, so if you pick him up, be prepared to cop a 20, and you might write a nice reward. Playing against the Sharks, probably a bit tighter, so you're going to probably lean towards yeah. higher risks and lower. Definitely. And Simon Mannering might actually produce for his owners for a change. Well, I mean, Afoa, Sam Cook, Tavanga, they're middle guys, so I'd say Mannering will get a good 60 minutes still there. Sharks? Not much else to say on the Warriors team. The Sharks got two big outs. Uh, Lukey, Lou, Lou, Lou. Yep. And Wade Graham. Yep. So, Kurt Capewell and Scott Sorensen come in. Yeah, you'd, you'd be wise to go and pick them up. But, I mean, if you picked them up before everyone was looking, I mean, it's not a big deal. But, you know, on our advice, definitely we'd I mean, advise. if you've got nothing else to do but play Supercoach, if your life's that miserable and you picked them up when the sniff of an article came out, then you're just sad. But if you're listening to us now and you want to pick them up, you're a good bloke. Yep. Um, so, alert, cat out of the bag, Kurt Capel can play CTW as well. So, he's a really... Solid option for mine to chuck in your center wings and copper 50 at least. Sione Katoa's back, so in a classic context, that might be relevant, but are we looking at him well, for... Sayafeki is on the extended reserves with Aaron Gray, so is that a real thing? I don't know. Maybe Sione Katoa didn't really score too well. He got enough minutes to compile a bit of a score in, admittedly, one round. Eddie Lee has really come back to form. Like he, You know they were shopping him around 10 weeks ago, and now he is probably their most solid winger. Well, then he just signed with the Knights, I heard. Yeah. Mm. The big follower. Queenslander, uh, come home, bubba. Is he really any good? He's been playing well. He's a, f- a bit of a freak, but I just feel like he's not mentally engaged enough to consistently give you output. Um, well, then let's talk about the, the big... Addition yeah. then is Aaron Woods. So why don't we Huge. go and talk about how that centre third front row rotation is going to play out? I mean, I heard, I have heard that that is on previous week's podcast, which is going to be uploaded with this one. Correct. If you want to get the full thoughts, but if you wanted to rehash any of that, please go ahead. Yeah. So our feeling with Aaron Woods is he is a fifty to fifty-five minute front rower. Gal. Uh, for feeder a big minute guys Matt Pry doesn't actually play as many minutes but he's capable of it which makes him a little bit super, super coach yucky mm-hmm. but with Bakuya Woods and Sefi Paulo on the bench I feel like Woods is an addition because they were using uh, Ava Siamano Fungi previously for like 20 minutes burst but I think Woods becomes straight up a 40 minute guy you don't pay the money for Woods without look, looking to find a way to get him in the team. It's obvious that Gal's going to retire and, and Woods fits in there somewhere. You know, Matt Pryor might, you know, re-birth you know, himself as a 13, not sure. But I just think Aaron Woods doesn't go there and play 20 minutes. So someone's minutes getting taken, and I'll be watching with interest this week. Have a feeling it's a feeder. Yeah, I was, well, I mean, doesn't that make sense? Because if a feeder's running at 70, 75 minutes a game, is, is it 70? Is that fair to say? 65, Well, yeah. that's still a lot of minutes, and you're looking at a guy like Fafida, why not inject him on 50, yeah. 55? Yeah, I mean, it might not change his um, his scoring. you got to remember, if a guy's being asked, managed to play 65 minutes in the middle, he's, he's managing his output. So I'll be watching whether he can adjust to give a little bit more for in the fewer minutes. So. All right. Well, then the other question that we haven't answered is, 
Is this a better outcome for Aaron Woods' owners? Not at the moment. I, I think Aaron Woods, you're going to ride him off for the rest of this year. Ooh, really? Oh, like Tim FRFs... Fall from grace. No, FRFs are hard to come by, but um, at the Sharks, you need to play 50 minutes in the middle minimum to score decent. Mm. I just think at the moment, Aaron Woods is a bit down on confidence too, so you're not going to see the offloads in the tackle bus. So yeah, yeah. I... My my gut feeling is he's a bit of a waste for the rest of this year. So I was about that. That's totally fair. I don't own him, so I'm cool with it. And next game Friday night, it is a blockbuster. It's the Roosters and the Storm. Yep, we've got a couple of big names in the Roosters and a lot of interesting little changes here. But let's go straight to the yummiest of the yums. Victor Radley, yep. is that who we're talking about? Yep. Yeah. He's so yummy. Um, I think there's two angles to look at this. One, the yumminess of Radley, and two, the pooiness of Ryan Madison, because some, <laughs> there's something rotting in yeah. around that situation. Well, I mean, you know, send out the search party for MH Ryan Madison. Where's he gone? He's disappeared <laughs> over some Thai island. He's gone missing. Something's wrong with him. He's cooked something. I can't even remember what it was because it was about 15 weeks ago that he went off the scene. Um, apparently, his pilot of... was de- depressed. And <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It thinks a bit of um, the Nathan Brown situation, doesn't it? Because I mean, yeah, you... we're not getting info either. No, that's what I hate. When you're not getting info, you think something is up. You got to hear. It's that the silence is actually a yep. bigger problem than getting news themselves. So, but he's yummy, and I mean, grab him if he's on your waiver. Yeah, Victor Adley is yummy. Grab him if he's on your waiver, because I believe he's just one of those guys that's starting to push into relevance at all times now, even off the bench. He was putting out really good numbers, um, substituting Jake Friend. So, what do you reckon of um, Nat Butcher sitting there at twelve? I mean, if huge wraps on him. Yeah, if his if his. That was a bad concussion. I mean, holy shit. His arms were flailing. He hit yeah, full He copped the full mate. Dylan Napper treatment. Yeah. Um, Nat Butcher's got huge wraps on him. And I think, you know, he's probably a guy, if you can afford it, have a look at him. It's a real risk. It's an out on a limb risk. But you might be able to get two or three good weeks out of him as origin period comes to a close. Mm-hmm. Have a look at the Roosters' um, upcoming schedule before you commit. Uh, I just want to say quickly, Jake Friend's fucked. <laughs> like yeah, we've given a lot like, of chances. Victor start. Radley, even when Cordner comes back and Madison or whatever, he'll slip to the bench and, and you've got Kurt Baptiste, like who's sprung up. Like there's just another hooker who takes decent minutes off mm, him mm. consistently in that side now, so sorry. What about um uh, what's his name? I'm gonna go Isaac Liu. Now I spent a lot of time looking at this guy, and he's actually been coming half alright. Annoyingly posting scores, but what he's I scoring will, tries. Yes, it's the big asterisk is he's scoring. Yeah, the minute he doesn't score a try, he'll poo you out of thirty. Do you know who this reminds me of? Is CHN last year? Because you look Ooh, at these base yeah. stats and you go, oh, I just can't get around it. But every week he'd, he'd find it, find the try line, yeah, and it's like. The guy is just getting his his nose in the right place. Fair. Do you throw yourself out on a limb and say, "I'm just going to ride this luck train until it crashes and burns"? Like, um, well, it depends how bad your front row is, I guess. I, I know he's an FRF, maybe a dual posse. Let me have a look. 
See if you can make some little preamble while I try and find that out. <laughs> I don't think looking at the depth chart here, JWH um, is come a little bit yummy. So Isaac Liu, let's have a look. Let's have a look, 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 look. Yeah, I mean, he is... He should be a two-way. Average minutes per game, 56. Average scores come up to 48. But if you look at his five-week average, I bet you it's up in the mid-50s. Um, I'm actually struggling to find that right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> Well, only, uh, only other thing I would say is Mitch Orbison moves to centre for suspended Joey Manu. Both are not relevant. So um, that, but that's the asterisk on Nat Butcher. The only, yes, that uh, Nat Butcher could be taken up if JWH returns. Tuckyaho could move yep. to 12. So, look, maybe Nat Butcher's Jesus, not... Jesus, he scored some tries. Now. Fuck me. It must be every week. Well, maybe l- let me tell you. So, as far back as round 9, this is exactly with a try, about. 64. Round 10, with a try, 64. Round 11 against the Broncos, he he scored 20 points. I don't know where they come from. I don't know how you get a 20, but that was a 75 performance. Next round, 12 against the Gold Coast, he scored a try for 59. Then the next week, he scores no try for 50. Week following that, a 39 with no try. And then last, round 15, a 73 with a try. So the verdict for me on Isaac Liu is fucked. It's tries or nothing, but I mean, there's some tries there. <laughs> it's all. It's how do you score three? He scored another three. I think it's. I think four, it must be four must drop be out. FD. So yeah. he scored a try against the Broncos too. Okay. When you when you think about that too, it's not just the seventeen for the try; it's the ten for the line break that he's inevitably yeah, got as well. Yeah, hundred percent. So you know you're looking at a score. What was those first couple of with the sixty four? Then you take away twenty seven. You're looking at Ooh, a thirty score. Yeah, thirty eight, thirty nine. Oh, it's a little bit dangerous, but I mean. Just get on it. If you if you picked him up eight weeks ago, keeping in mind though, like it's Cos, you know, it's Takiaho, Napa, Leo. Now uh, this week they have no Jared Warrior Hargreaves. He's on an extended list, so that must be the New Zealand flight bullshit. Uh-huh. But Matthew Ikuvalu, Kurt Baptiste, Zane Tedavano, and Lindsay Collins. My gut tells me he's playing big minutes this week. Melbourne are a slower team though. Yeah, so I'm sticking away from this week. I just want to go over to Melbourne really quickly, yeah, mate. Yeah, let's do it onto Melbourne. Um, onto Jerome it. Hughes is playing that well that he has cemented a bench spot, and Brandon Smith has one too. So they're what? two guys. They're two guys, right? That play low minutes off the bench. Mm. Now, um, Jesse Romich has done his hamstring for the one millionth time this year, and Tim Glasby starts in eight. Asafa Solomon is in ten. Kenny is in thirteen. Kenny has been relevant lately. So, cat's out of the bag, spoiler alert, whatever you want to say, he's ready. Christian Welsh and Joe Stimson are the two middle forwards on the bench. However, they're actually both back rowers. So, to me, Glasby, Asafa Solomon, and Kenny Bromwich are very relevant at the moment. Mm-hmm. And behind that, you know, they other than Tui Kamakamitha, who just obviously Craig Bellamy does not like because he can't crack a start, um, it's all back rowers that he has at his disposal. So, um, yeah, they're really sweating on um, him. I have a feeling. And Dale Finucane, I don't know what happened to him. Uh, Traded yeah, out of him no, at the busted, right time. Yeah, he busted his uh, thumb again, I think. Oh, did he? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, this is really interesting. Kenny's probably yeah the the sexiest looking name in that storm rotation. Yep. Uh, Kenny I do, Brown. I do. I'm a bit skeptical that Jerome Hughes stays. Kenny Brom there. last week, 61. Oh, I should have picked him up. <laughs> 61, yeah, 61. And that's, oh, he had a 20 creation stat there, though. Mm. Spoiler alert, Kenny Brom is not that good. So, just wanted to let you know. How did you move to I'm moving to Glasby. Oh, just having a really quick look at Glasby. Yeah, go ahead. Glasby. Now, this is interesting. He's also shit. <laughs> So, I don't know. Watch it closely. Maybe I've spoken out of tune there. Look, the couch is not inspiring for me. I wonder if this might be the kind of game that you get on the Roosters. I think the the Roosters for me, yeah. So, Saturday the 30th of June at 3pm. It is the Panthers and the Manly Fucked Eagles. They are Excuse my language tonight. I'm a little bit spooked. Can I just say, I'm going to pump up one of the juggers just briefly here. The RCG injury has just yummed up the hell out of Trent Merrin. I think. Are he, you sure about that? I I, I truly. I believe don't believe it. That he gets a few an extra five minutes out of that, and he is. So his score goes from thirty eight to forty two. Go and have a look at his scores. I reckon Merrin becomes a near a high fifties to sixty player weekly. He's been reliable. Okay, I'm um, going in for a look. Because what are we looking at here? The rotation would be Merrin. Okay, Carmel, here we go. Fisher Harris, Kate Ellis, Jack Ellington. Okay, okay. Let, me, let me bring you back down to earth here. Let me bring you back down. Yeah, so 50 minutes for a 55, 51 minutes for a 52, 45 minutes for a 56, 51 minutes for a 38, when does it 46 get minutes for a 40. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, spoiler alert, that's your hopes and dreams talking. That's okay. He's, but I mean, he's my number four. can I tell you... James Tamo goes straight into 10 there, and he's a guy who has shown a little bit of promise lately, yep, yep. who becomes potentially lookable. Yep. Um, other than that, yeah, but they have, they're have they very forward heavy on the bench. They so. are, and front row forward heavy, because, because Ellis, Leota, and Hetherington are all front rowers, so... Because Kikau... They must be confident in Kikau's fitness there. Yeah, I was going to say, Kikau don't play that 80 minutes. Yeah, he is, so. looks like he is now. Where the fuck did CHN go? It disappeared. He is just... That's poetic justice to Tom Foley because actually, if you listen to the episode that preceded this, which is the late upload, we actually asked the viewers, should Tom Foley be removed from the comp for his dodgy trading tactics? (laughs) (laughs) So we're still going to wait on whether he should be removed from the competition, people. Can I just ask, now that you are still holding Curtis Scott, which was the handshake agreement, are you going to honour the agreement now? Yeah, I'd honour it if he... If, but he, I said to him the other day, I will not trade with you ever again. So, like, that's my new handshake agreement with myself. I think I think we can safely say... Let's, is there a background been explained or do we need to explain it? It's all been explained. Okay. I think that as a commissioner of the league... If Tom... I, this trade needs to go through now. I accept the voiding of such a trade because if it was going to happen when CHM was active, it should have already happened by now. I... I award the Top Guns no points, and may God have mercy on his soul. That will do. Um, so we're moving to... Manly. Yeah, little interesting one here. Trent Hodkinson's really shut the bed at Manly already after two weeks, and he's been moved to the bench. 
Um, but he, he hasn't shat it enough that he cannot make the Seagulls 17 because they've gone... No, I think they're going to try and mould him into a number nine, personally. Oh, my God. That's my feels. It just doesn't bode well for Dylan Walker at all. No, I've... Dilly Walks is out of Manly. Spoiler alert. Get in the boot. He's going to leave. Yeah, he's really? going to leave Manly. Yep. He wants he to go back to the Rabbitohs pretty badly, apparently. Yeah, right. Um, Brad Parker's crap. Uh, sorry if Brad Parker or any of his relatives or friends are listening. Uh, Jorge Tafua had a really good game in the Pacific Tests. And we should expect that because he's a good player. Good player, player yeah. Um, Joel Thompson's been stepping up a little bit lately. Frank Winterstein, I mean, I don't need to bang on about how shit he is. Uh-huh. Manasi Fainu, Adam Fanua Blake. I mean... Positive, maybe Cherry Evans takes a kicking back because Hodgins is on the bench, so... I just... Can I... Okay, another Juggers shout-out, but this is a negative <laughs> one because <laughs> I actually think all these problems... I don't think Tom Trebojevic is as relevant as he used to be. He's going to tumble down that point-scoring leaderboard. I think there's problems because he can't... Surely he's going to get targeted and confined for space with this motley crew around him. Yeah. I'm shitting myself about that situation. I'm watching this unfollow over the best player at Manly. Yeah, he's had some really bad scores lately too, hasn't he? And it's not going to get better playing against Penrith, so this week's going to be a write-off. And then Uh, I don't know what happens. I I, I think you're being hard on him there. I think that Penrith is a team... Look, I've been saying for a while, I don't think Penrith is as good as everyone's making him out to be. They're competing hard. They're like a Tigers that were always going to hold on a little bit longer because the Tigers are renowned bed shitters. But I, I see the the fall for, for Penrith coming at some point in time. And the Roosters exposed them a couple of rounds ago. And honestly, I think Manly had like they had him and his brother in the you know the rep round, but no one else really played other than that. So I just want to just give you the scores on yep. Tommy T lately. Mm-hmm. So you're worried, and probably rightly so. Fifty one. <laughs> A 36. Yep. There's a 37 in there. But there's still some 78s and 69s. It is dramatically not like the start of the year. The 158, the 95, the 69, the 73, uh, the 67. It, um, but it correlates with their form. It absolutely, yeah. If, if, if Manly go well, he is up there. So I, I haven't lost all hope in Manly. I just hope... Uh, look, I will say one thing. If Dylan Walker can somehow well, that, sort his shit out, if that's out, your hope, then you're fucked. But he is the it's he's no the, out of the spine. He's the one they can probably afford to go shit. But it's all about this Manasi Manas- fine. Yeah, if he no, can do a no little chance. bit of work, I'm not. He doesn't need to be even like you Andrew McCulloch for minus Trent fifteen. <laughs> you need to hope for Trent Hodkinson to come good. They should get Ponger and play him at nine. So, question... Speaking of Ponger, can we move to the next game? The Knights versus the Bulldogs? I'll ask one more question because I know you feel passionately about this guy, but I want to touch back on Frank Winterstein. <laughs> Why is he at 12 when Sean Lane's active and on um, because I, I, I've actually covered this in the previous episode. Yep. Um, because they're lacking middle forwards. Plain and simple... Uh, he needs quality middle forwards to replace Tapao and Adam Fanua Black. Ah, so they're using him in the front row rotation. Yep. Touche. Okay, fair enough. You're well, um, I would still play Sean Lane because if they're going to play this squad with Hodkinson and Matt Wright on the bench, holy shit, there's going to be some minutes for the forwards. And then if Marty Tapao doesn't even make it back to Australia. 
Australia. Who fucking knows? True. So, yeah, maybe some minutes for AF. Um, moving on to Newcastle yep. versus the Bulldogs. Yep. The first thing that struck me is Nathan Ross is on the extended bench list. Mm-hmm. I find that really interesting. Um, I just want to say, I think Callum Pong is going to be the best player in Supercoach this year. So Yep. That, I mean, that's just my feels. He he's just been matchup proof, is what I thought is weird. He has no bo- bad team. Mate, at the end of the game, the thing that made me rock hard as a Queensland supporter is when Lockie was fishing for like the. So it was a quicker game, you know, it was hard, and he was like, nah, sorta. <laughs> you know, I just played 60 minutes in the middle as a fucking 20 year old fullback right. and made like 35 tackles, yep. but he's like, oh. I guess it was a bit faster than a club game. I mean, he plays for the Knights, though. So yeah, yeah, he should be noticing he is a massive increase. Basically, yeah, there's no bias on who he's playing. Um, Good kid. Great do I talent. notice anything there? Sam Stone, I will say, did flash a little bit last year when he got some opportunity. Mm-hmm. So I don't think his spot's necessarily long term, obviously, given their best forward is away. But. If you need, some, it's given. Yep. Yeah. If you need some cover, Samstone yeah. might not be a bad start against the Bulldogs. And Jamie Bura is very close to coming back, so he will take oh, a spot there. Jamie Bura, he's been named as captain in the reserves. That's how cooked he is. It's no, like, he was injured. He gets the participation um, ribbon. Anyway, of the there's nothing really exciting to look at. I mean, what Mitch about, Barnett is like. What about Corey Dennis? <laughs> <laughs> I rate. I rate the fact that he's trying to mix it up. Um, but uh, I was going to say, Mitch Barnett's been really hot or cold, really Katy Perry, and Aiden Guerra's been solid as. Um, I just yep. want to move to the Bulldogs, because I think the Bulldogs is where um, the action is. Yep. So, with the forced retirements and the fact their salary cap is like more fucked than Hitler on the last day of the Reich... Um, Let me do it. Let's do it this way. I'm going to guide you through the Bulldogs team, let's, yep. and let's talk about them as a positional group. So right? Okay. So I'm going to start with, well, let's start with fullback because that's enough to talk about. Is Will Hopawadi worth what he was at centre now that he's at fullback? Yes, more. Anything um, Well, Will Hopawadi um, actually gets a lot of sneaky points in tackle bus because he's got mong strength. Uh-huh. Um, and now he's guaranteed to make return hit-ups. And look, look at their halves. Jeremy Marshall King and I don't even know who Lachlan Lewis is. <laughs> Remus Smith, I mean, fuck me. We're reaming the bottom of the barrel here. All right, like, well, he's going to be asked to do a lot of work. So then let's talk about the back four. Uh, Brett Morris, Remus Smith on the wings, and Kerrit Holland, Massimo. Oh, he's, like, he's in the <laughs> He's a shit winger. I, I, I read that, and the fact that he's wearing number four, which is both our favourite number, highlight. is an insult. And Mate, I'd, I'd support Corey Dennis every day of my life over him. Um, that, well, that, Josh Morris is missing, so... He, but he's gone. He's effectively gone. Is he? Oh, isn't he out for a while? Oh, I don't know. I've, I know he's, I've I've been, I know he's out for I, a while. That's how bad I've been lately. He's injured. Um, Holland is... I don't like Carrot Holland. I, he, but I've, I know why Carrot Holland's in. It's for the goal kicking. Yeah, it might be for the it's goal kicking. It's an 80-minute goal kicker. Yeah, that's fair enough. But he should be playing on the wing. Um, so that just shows you. I mean, I'd hate to be a Bulldogs fan right now because they're heading for the wooden spoon. This is the most attackable wing centre pairs that I've seen 
Big time. On both sides. Oh, yeah, they're going to get XPOSED. It's, it, and it makes me wonder, yeah, like maybe yep. it's time to target them because and it doesn't even get better when you then take you the think next the halves, uh, Yeah, you think the halves, <laughs> like poor Joshy Jackson and Reese Martin have a hell of a time ahead of them. Jeremy Marshall King can defend. It's okay. funny for a Marshall. Yes, but no word on this Lachlan Lewis. Look, Lachlan Lewis might be worth a pick up. I because, would not think so. Oh, but, I mean, there's... All I know is I'm so fucked for halves, I could have taken him. I was relying <laughs> oh, on that. I guarantee you could have taken him. <laughs> um, I do want to say this. You might be able to get some value out of the Bulldogs forward pack for a couple of weeks before their spirit is completely broken. Yeah. Um, because they're going to play basically straight through the middle. He's going to have to wind that forward pack up pretty hard. Yeah. And then you look at the bench, Falmanu Brown, uh, Danny Falalo, Afaki Ogden and the fucking Wombat himself, Greg Eastwood. Jesus. They're not guys you can rely to play a lot of minutes. Mm. Um, I feel like there's someone missing there in the 12 jersey. Are we missing Arfin. a background? Oh, Raymond Fatal Mariner. So, Bregan Hand. So, Reese Martin's got a good couple of weeks' stability there, but then he probably also stays relevant for the rest of the year. I, I just feel like Dean Pay doesn't like him because he dropped him for an unknown reason. Uh, but it's good for the Reece Martin owners. Did you hold on to him? Yes. Yeah, congrats. Um, Michael Leisha can't attack still. But Tolman, sneaky. He'll play big minutes. Clemmer will almost have to play, you know, 70 like he has been the last couple that's, of weeks. That's who I wanted to get to is David Clemmer. I think finally they can stop fucking around with this bench rotation rubbish with him. He's been coming on after 20 and playing out. But he's going to get the Fafita role here. Yeah, he has to. I think. But he's, he, the thing about Clemmer is, like... If he takes 20 hit-ups, he'll have run for 210 metres. Mm. He can maybe pop an offload late. Like, he has a big motor. He's the best prop in the game. I watched him at Origin, and, like, no matter how fast the Queensland line was coming, he can always make his yards. Um, so, pretty exciting for me, but he's a 2RF designated player, so... What? He's 2RF, yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake. Get you it just, right. Yeah, you just have all those fucking jewels, don't you? No, no, you he's only Dunkel. 2RF. Oh, you're kidding. He's only 2RF. Okay, now that's retarded. I thought he was going to play lock. Anyway. He's clearly a front rower. Yeah. So, I mean, I give them a month before they're completely dispirited and they're copying the Titans treatment from late last year, though. <laughs> you know, like 50 nillers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's all I have to say about them. Do you have anything to add? No. Let's move on. Broncos, Raiders, and Saturday. You know, this should be... A high-scoring game, yep. he thinks. Um, look, there's no real changes other than perhaps Joe Offengawi is moving to the bench. How does he go? Because I guess Tavita Pangajuna being healthy has probably impacted him directly. Um, I think the, 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 the one thing is um, Maguire played Origin. Yep. I've noticed that, and I do like it, that Alex Glenn's been moved back into that middle role. Yeah. Um, I see Corbin Sims floating on the bench there as well, and I, th- I feel like Corbin might be the guy that comes in if he's okay yep. for Patrick Mago. Um, yeah, don't really have much to add there. It's, it should be an attacking game, this one. Yeah, this is the Broncos. I mean, there's. I guess you can probably conclude by saying there's not really much change from previous forecasts for them. Tavita Pengo Jr., I... As everyone who's listened to this would know I do a Broncos specific podcast at six again Brisbane Broncos hashtag hashtag um, and we've come to the conclusion that Tavita Pangai Jr. is actually the Broncos most important player at the moment 
Um, he seems to be more than just a physical player. He seems he's, to have he's played, handy. He's got skill, but he's got himself as kind of like the leader, the, the momentum, yeah. the leader by example. He and Matt Lodge, the Manhattan Moore himself, are basically <laughs> what that team rely on to take the big hit ups. Sam Thado's a passenger. Um, yeah, so I just want to say, yeah, TPJ, if you own Davida Pangai Jr., I think he's FRF designated, but him playing on an edge for 80 minutes, especially against Canberra, it's on the edge that they can't defend on. I mean, that is just like put your fucking rock ice magic chocolate sauce on and lather it on your ice cream and just <laughs> eat it up because that's yummy as fuck. Um... Okay, so that's the Broncos and the Raiders. Look, is there... Michael Oldfield, no. No. I think he was a previous no. Oh, he's no. a handy how, player. How can he be a previous no? We haven't been on for six weeks no, or so. He's a, Michael Oldfield, in his defence, is a handy player. I yep. just think that if you look at Rapana, how starved he's been of ball over there, a guy with less individual attacking ability probably is worse and, off. And this is the Tapine effect. Is that Oh, what yeah, concluded? the Tapine thing. Ugh. He's really not he's screwed that whole set edge up. Doing yeah. what Elliot Whitehead used to do, which is actually deliver no, ball. Yeah, correct. he's a hog. Okay. Um, Junior Paulo's back. Yep, Junior Paulo. Josh Hodgson is basically the last available hooker that could have saved your hooking role if you didn't get him earlier. Other uh, than Ro- Robbie Farrar. Yes, that's the other person we haven't got to him, and I forgot about him. <laughs> <laughs> But, but uh, pretty light on bench there. Dynamis Louis doesn't play big minutes. Liam Knight wouldn't even, you know, wouldn't know him if I ran into him in a dark alley. Um, Papali has been going gangbusters. Yep. I felt the Broncos are going to win that. FYI, I'm a Broncos fan. Uh, don't disagree. The Broncos seem to win the games. That's the thing I'll give to the Broncos this year is they win the games they should and yeah, they, they lose the games they should. They lose the games they shouldn't. And should. they would. Oh. Uh, when you play the Titans on Easter Sunday and get smacked. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, so every now and then. All right, moving on. Tigers-Titans. Here's now, this, this is a real look at that game. Tigers team. All of a sudden, it becomes a little relevant again. Do you think so? Let's go I really this. like the Moses Envi thing. I do. I think he's a good addition. And then Robbie Farrar's straight into the number nine. And you'll notice, like, confidence factor 101, he has, he has gone without a hooker reserve. So yep. Robbie Farrar goes straight to an 80-minute hooker at the club that he bleeds for. All right, well, then, can I lead the discussion on Robbie Farrar? Yes. Although, will, when ben, 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 Benji comes back, sorry, you go, lead it. Will not have the impact that he had in two weeks at the Rabbitohs because the forward pack won't give him the time that the Rabbitohs pack did. Agreed. Simple as that. Plus, it's a different structure. He's coming into a new team. The Tigers have shown their game plan is not central. It is lateral. So, again, not sure. Their hook is irrelevant. Yeah, yeah. because they're not going to get a big guy punching through the line for mm. Robbie to pick up the ball and get behind the markers. I agree with what you're saying. Yeah. So, that's Robbie Farrow. So, I'll throw to you. What does Moses Mbai do? And who else might be worth a chat? Just picking up on that Robbie Farrow thing too, you'd think yep. after he got chased out with you know the KKK sticks that he's not going to come in and try and dominate the team. Like he's just going to go in and do his job. He won't be able to help himself. That little yeah. coconut. He's going to. Get, he's got six months. He just goes fuck it. You can't get rid of me again. He's going to try and kick. Um, I'm clearing um, He's going to try and take over the board. I want to go into the Moses and Buy thing because yep. I do think it's relevant. Yep. I think if you look at what Corey Thompson could bring to that team, 
Um, Corey Thompson is a very handy little player. Don't get me wrong, but he's dumb as dog shit. Like that's just but a you're personal thing. That because it's like. Um, Yes. Yeah, so there's this... Okay, so if you ever want to make someone look stupid, this is when you know someone's stupid, turn to your mate and say, so I'll do it with you, Corey. Yep. Corey, what does Y-E-S spell? Yes. What does E-Y-E-S spell? Yes. <laughs> so, there's anyway, if you look on a couple it's of... It's eyes, by the way. It's eyes. So Sorry to Corey Thompson got caught out by that. It's an Instagram thing. You can find it. Um... I think Mozambai, if you look at the way he's played behind a really well-beaten team at the Bulldogs, I think the Tigers will really offer him something. Um, yeah. And look, Malachi with Teens Lesnar, don't know how... That, that guy's a stayer, I'll tell you that much. I don't know how he gets a run. Yeah. What's I happened think, with Nofaluma? Uh, so he had a calf tear and they were suspecting two weeks. He was due back this week. Maybe he just needs another week to right. marinate. But if he's not back next week, we'll throw him into the Bin. Uh, the MH Ryan Madison search party. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Eason Masters has been going great. Kevin McCarmon's still crap. Corey Thompson, he's a winger, and I'm happy to see him on the wing. And I don't think that devalues him as much as any people will think. I honestly think the Moses and Bai thing might actually create him some more try-scoring opportunities. Yeah, uh, I think Corey Thompson just needs to be in a team that's holding their own because he'll work hard if mm. there's a general kind of forward Work ethic feeling. Yep. Um, so big big forward rotation here. I've picked up Michael Cheekham because I still think he's fringe to get that starting spot in the second round. Yeah, when you see Josh Aloi, it's spelled Aloisi. Uh, yeah, that's not a good one. What app are you looking at? NRL, the NRL's oh, screwing it up. They're yeah, worse they're than everyone else. Um... I agree with you. I, I, but you got to one. I mean, he did get dumped from it. But yeah, that's because he got sin-binned. It was a little bit of a naughty performance. Uh, I think he got put in the naughty corner. Yeah. Well, I do like him because he's the best second rower there. Yeah. And and Robbie Rocco is still out of the team. And Josh Alloway has never been taken seriously. Yeah. Um, Eisenhuth misses out here because with Robbie Farrar, Elijah Taylor goes back to 13. I think that's bad news for Eisenhuth owners. And Twal owners, because they're yeah. both fighting for... And Swaso Su's there now too. Too Su Su. Yeah, so moving on to the Titans, give me your thoughts. We could talk about that Tigers lineup for days. Yep. Um, well, I mean, Reynolds is in there, but Benji's coming back. Benji comes back, Reynolds stays in the team, Reynolds takes minutes off Farrar. Oh, and then some. Oh, you know what I mean? It opens up for the front rowers a little bit, and it's like, what yeah. happens to Josh Alloway? Do they want to carry MCK as well? <laughs> That's a clusterfuck. It's that. a Vici levels. So many. Um, Mickey Gordon's come good of late. So I will good. say that. Yeah, and he's got another chance to perform here, doesn't he? Yep. Um, the Titans, I, I do think, will start to be a real nuisance factor in this competition. I think Jared Wallace is up for a big week. He's been. Rightly walked on in the media again. So I think the big fella's up for a big game. And I, I just quickly before I throw to you, Philip Sami, a little bit relevant again. Keegan Hipgrave, for me, looks like he's taken that spot, and that's his now. And he's a psychopath. And he can't stop himself from getting suspended. But I think this week was the first week he may not have found himself suspended. It's some crazy stack, if you want to have a look. First guy to get um, Simbin twice in many <laughs> He's, he's an actual. He's an absolute psychopath from all reports. But that team looks. Okay, didn't play me. eighty minutes though, but he scored forty-four points in sixty. So if that pushed up to eighty, mm. you think 
you know. I think they'd like to. Who are they missing? I think um, Max King has done for the season, so that drops a front rower out of their rotation. Uh, nothing else to note there. Leilani Latu has cut, been cast asunder. I love that guy at Penrith last yeah, year. He, but he, geez. Um, yeah, he's gone. Um, That's about good it. Good team, high scores. High get scores, skin good in game. Get yeah. skin in. Right. Should I run Michael Cheekham in that game, do you think? Uh, I'm well, going to do it. What are your options, though? I might sub out Cam Murray and just run him because they're both bench players. Cam Murray is just coming. Well, we'll get, we'll get to We're going to go to this because the last game. game of the round. Yeah, so the Rabbitohs and the Cowboys. The Rabbitohs and the Cowboys. Another game I believe should have some scoring in it. Man, I've got to be honest with you. I'm I'm holding. I, I disagree. I think. I mean, scoring for the Rabbitohs. I think the Cowboys are going to try and go back to basics and become so defensive that it's going to turn into a. A slugfest. Yeah. Man, I look at that list though and I just think. I don't know if you guys can. <laughs> I'm okay with that because I'm I'm putting a C on Damien Cook. He yeah, did, he carved he, he had a really quiet night. Look, I look at that Rabbitohs team and I just think that's settled. And the Rabbitohs to me are the smoky of the competition. Does Does Richie Kennar make it back into this team, even though he got proved to go on his Mormon mission? Um, can he? Camel Graham's a freak. Yeah, can he displace either of those wingers? I don't think so. I don't, he, he definitely can't displace um, Robert Jennings. I agree. Yep. Um, Campbell Graham is up in the air, but that Rabbitohs team is really well settled now. Jeez, look at that front. I mean, it, I, Tom Burgess has been good, but has George Burgess? He's just... starting to come back. They're just—they're not dropping the ball every second time they carry it. Yep. So they're doing a job. And a good one. They're, they're sort of running a little bit hard again. Yep. I have this sneaky feeling about the Rabbitohs. I feel like the Rabbitohs are the team that I would not want to face in a grand final because if they turn up and they're, they're feeling confident, like they would beat anyone in that competition. Yeah, they've got a really well-balanced machine. Like Sam Burgess, Crichton, Damian Cook, you know, Walker and Reynolds, Alex Johnson's freakish, Greg Inglis... Like the Queensland thing is like played him back into some serious form. Gargi. If Dane Gagai could play on a wing, I mean, uh, I, outside English. Yeah, you got you got you got to, I guess, separate the two because there's Gagai and. You're paying uh, so much money for Gagai, you need a bit more out of him than oh, just absolutely. sitting on the wing. His club performance isn't anywhere near his origin performances. His origin performance uh, been down this year. <laughs> Hopefully, that didn't get picked up on camera <laughs> <laughs> on microphone. <laughs> I just want to go into the um, Cowboys really quickly. I made a trade recently that included Kyle Felt, and Kyle Felt has become an A-grade so, bastard. Yep, the only the, the first relevant centre to come out of the Cowboys for probably the last four years. And I'm really happy for him, and I, I think for me as a Queensland fan too, I'd like him to continually produce this because it's the kind of thing that will get him and Corey Oates back into that Queensland team. Like, the minute they need, they realise, oh, hang on, that, you know, we're going to take these two huge wingers that can out-jump anyone and, like, you become aerial threatening and everything. So I'm happy for him. Anari Tuala. Now, this is what the goat said was the cat out of the bag. I disagree. 
Oh, I uh, agree with the goat. Uh, I don't know. I, I think he he's all right, but he's not. Uh, you know, it, what's the cat out of the bag? The cat out of the bag's got to be more than just a contributor. You know what I mean? Ari Tuala. I'm gonna I'm going in for go a look. On, go and have a go and have a closer look. To, I uh, think um, uh, here it is, Ari Tuala. Okay, let me read off his stats yep. before you get you get really dismissive on him. I'm not going to get dismissive. Okay, okay. 47 minutes for a 28, playing in 17. Mm-hmm. 40. Two minutes for a... What do you score? 25. Mm-hmm. 80 minutes at number four for a 67. Did he score in that game? Yes. 80 minutes at number four for a 65. Did he score in that game? Yes. 80 minutes at centre for a 38. No Gee. try. That's one good those, base. One of those two games that he scored a try, it was in the 80th minute. So it was literally a... Garbage I mean, time play. Football is football <laughs> is an eighty minute game, Corey. Yeah, I don't disagree with you, but I don't know, man. He's he's he he's useful. He's not the worst. He's 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 pickable, but yeah, he okay. needs to try to be relevant. And um, I, I what about I, Antonio Winnerstein? No, that's a name. Go and pull those stats up. I think he's been sneaky. Okay. Will you pick him up? Is the question. I I need centers. I'm down North Luma and Mansour, and I'm I can trade you someone. Back. Who you got? Curtis Scott. Oh. <laughs> okay, Winstein. Thirty-three minute, thirty-three points off eighty minutes. What no try. Ah, uh, fourteen. Yeah. Thirteen against Manly. Ninety-nine points off eighty minutes with two tries. Mm-hmm. 30 points off 80 minutes, 84 off 80 with two tries, 53 off 80 with a try, 22, 30, 16, 31, 46 with a try, 20, 27, 24. I'm going back to round one. So if he doesn't score a try, he's a lower base than the cat. Yeah, okay. Come on, admit it. You're right, but I think both of them are just... Tawala is a plug, yeah, and Winnerstein is a prayer. I'm with you, goat. I think I'm with. Oh, I like the Anaria Tawala cat out of the bag. Tomorrow, Martin is. Oh, I mean, oh, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Lachlan Coot comes back, but I don't feel like he's relevant. He's fucking useless. Jake I'm Granville. S- can I say something? I picked up Jake Granville when I needed a hooker, and he's actually. Been really solid. His attack is so far down, but he's doing 50 tackles a game. Um, and if he does anything half relevant, he has a good 75 point score. Mm-hmm. So I've been really happy with what I've been getting out of him when I had Leisha the come rag early in the year. <laughs> Tamalolo is basically carrying that team though, and I have nothing else to say. Yeah, look, I think the Cowboys are going to get bashed, um, but I think it's going to be bashed like 18 nil or something like that because their 16 nil. Their team is shot to nah. shit. 18-6. No. 22-12. There you go. I've settled on it. I think the Cowboys have some points in it. Like, I, the, the problem is, poor Gavi Cooper. Like, I'm Gavin Cooper's number one critic. But he'll be in my top three picked in that Queensland side at the moment because for a guy who's old and playing in a fucked team, he... He gets thrown some Hail Mary balls on his left edge and Doesn't runs it? as hard as he can... He makes a billion tackles. He looks more in, like wanting to be involved than Felice Cafusi, who's like new and should really be like playing out of his skin. Mm. I feel bad that he has to come back up in this game, actually, because he's going to have Crichton running straight at him all game. Oh, fuck that. So, That's not the game you want to be reintroduced into, is it? You know, Cohen Hess needs to step the fuck up. Yeah. 
for me. He's been he's been poor, and he looked poor for Origin. I yeah, understand he's, he's, he's a future, but he's just he he doesn't. He's just he, the problem for um Cohen Hess is like I'm sorry to like rain on the parade of Cowboys fans is Cohen Hess looks like a superstar when he's bashing up on Adam Reynolds's yep. and on Cody Nicaremas and running down an edge and running over little people, right? Yep. Yep. But now teams have counteracted that they just go nah mate we're just going to rush you and they shut him down and he hasn't learned how to like change his game up and as far as origin goes I'm sick of fucking big edge back rowers getting selected as middle forwards Mm -hmm. like select a fucking middle forward to do a middle forwards job because that's what they do they put the ball under their arm they're stupid and they run 10 meters they get up they know how to play the ball quickly they understand the middle game he does not understand it and it's he's good for the future but until Gavin Cooper leaves let him earn his stripes because you're just giving this kid everything and it would be better for the Cowboys to send him back and go, mate, there's things that you need to work on. You're a great player, but you need to go and fix him up and then you can come and play with the big boys again. Yeah, I don't mind that. Oh, he's, his head's clearly not in the right place. I don't know I mean, what The Cowboys are going awful though. So, And that's not an attack on the Cowboys. I'm just saying, Cowboys are going awful, so it's hard to be up for it every week when his effort is good. You, you can take as many shots at the Cowboys as you want. Hmm. They deserve it almost as much as Para do. Um, and that wraps up our, our round. It does. We've got one question from the viewer. Welcome back, Amy. Satch Fitz. Um, Satchy Fitz. Makes asks us a classic question to keep us on our toes this week. She's a ripper too. Get ready for this one. It yep. must have been super round for classic. You're a classic guy. It was a five trade thing this week. You don't was know. it? I missed it. I yeah. needed to make trades. Well, you better get trading. I don't know. Maybe you can still do it. But anyway. I've got some real dead wood in my team. So, so, <laughs> is it? I need to get trading. <laughs> okay. Satch says she's traded out Penny Terrapo. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like it. Bench. He, yep. Cameron Murray. Yep. Anari Tawala. The cat's out of the bag. Cat's in the bag. Mahe, broken arm. That's yep. four trades out. Yep. Bringing in Topino. Yeah. Solid. Bit, uh, cat. I don't rate Topino, and I feel like he probably has made his money already. Yep. Because he's had a couple of big, big weeks. But he's been getting better. So, anyway. Okay, don't hate well, it. then let's just say that's a swap for Murray. So, I probably like going to retain money. Is it sideways? I feel like it's sideways. It feels a bit sideways. Yeah, you're right. It's a bit sideways. I feel like his base isn't as good as what Murray's is, but he has the potential to score points. But Cam Murray is out of the rotation. (laughs) (laughs) It's sideways. Torhu Harris in. Yeah, I like that. Yep. If he's for Cam Murray, great work. Yep. Oh, maybe he's for... Yeah, Penny Terrapo is the other one. All right. Davey Fuss in. Um, I feel like you're jumping in on the back... Of his previous success now, so you probably paid a high price for him. I with with David Fuss Satch, I feel like you're really hunkered down to whether the Warriors decide to attack on the right edge or not on any given day. Probably if they're going to attack somewhere, it's going to be there though, right? Well, I mean that's the edge they've gone to this year. With no Blake Green in that team anymore, they just basically go Sean Johnson's way. Guess the question is, did you pick him at the right point in the cycle? Definitely not. Yeah. But, I mean, she's... Good player. The, the thing is, I guess what Satch is doing here is coming to the end of the year, she's trying to make big plays here. Yep. But I feel like at the, the moment, I'm, I want Satch to, to give me like a ball-tearing centre wing, not Davey Force. I want the best centre... Who's the best centre wing in the game at the moment? You and Aiken. Yeah, she's got him. 
Tim Lafayette, Asako and Masters has Sione Katoa as a cash cow sitting there. Davy Fuss was worth four twenty. That's expensive. Oh, uh, not really when you look at how good Asako's going. So I don't hate that actually. Such well done. Asako's five sixteen. Asako's been so fuck. yummy. He's been so good. Jesus. He's so Satch, I just want to let you know when you refer to Jermaine Asako, it's the Prince. That's his name. Has she got Tavita Pangai Junior Junior Junior? <laughs> I'm carrying Junior 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 still. That's how bad my team is. For those who don't know, Tavita Pangai Junior 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 or the hype train Junior 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 is um Payne Haas. <laughs> Who's Tavita Pangai Junior Junior? Jaden Silva. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, was, if you picked up Jaden Sewer, yeah. that's hands down your best call for the year, and it's not going to be beaten. Thanks, mate. I'll try. Um, oh, there's one more. So, Kurt Mann. Oh, don't hate Kurt Mann. You yeah. know why? Because he has pushed Jason Nightingale out of that wing spot, and Kurt Mann's stats are good, such. Um, so, I actually really like your sleuthing there. If you know what sleuthing means, it's like research. Um, You've done yourself well there. I just want to give you some Kurt Mann stats there. 60 with a try. Uh, 36, 22, 9. Okay. The potential's there. He's in a team that can attack, and I guess you bought him at the right price, I'm hoping. So you bought, would have bought him at, what, 175? Is that his current price? 227 currently. So, yeah, he has room to improve. Great work. Yep. I mean, I guess, Satch, what I want you to come back with me is You've bought Kurt Mann low. You've bought Tohu Harris as a keeper, I'm guessing, as someone to score you points for the rest of the year. I want you to tell me, like, buying Kurt Mann, buying the Fuss, are you trying to make more money and buy, like, are you waiting for, like, a center to pop out at you? I guess that's what we need. Because with, with Classic, you don't make one move to make a move. You're sort of making one move to go into the next. You're always trying to build your bank up. So tell us where you're trying to go with the Kurt Mann thing because he wouldn't be a play for me week to week. Well, let's, let's, let's do a favor. Let's not even do her a favour. Let's just try and... I'm going to try and predict what she's doing. Okay. Why don't we do it? What, what the fuck else are we going to do? Her hooker is Damien Cook with Griffin on the bench at 409. That's, what, that's what I've got. Right? I wonder if Slade Griffin is just sitting there. So He's he ready to be, be traded. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd probably flick Slade Griffin for like a Kane Manice Norton or something. for Felwater to try and Oh, yeah. Manasi for money. Yeah. She's got a spare trade. Is that worth... Well, it, that's money yeah. in the door. And I mean, the guy can't be that bad. What yep. about Robbie Farrar? He, oh, find the price. Find the price. 380, oh. It gives it a 20K and Robbie Farrar is definitely going to be doing better. More than, than Slade Griffin, yeah. Absolutely. So there's something for you. Don't know if, I, I don't know the but rules. But Cookie's on... your play every yeah. week. Like, I picked up Cookie early and like, yummy. Mick Yamison. Yep. Go get the one with the most cash is what you're saying? Yes. Yeah, I mean, like, we, we're going to have to come back to it. Okay. Um, I mean, a front row stacked. It's Marty Tapao, Fafita, Sam Burgess, Tavita Pangai Jesus Jr. Christ. It's a pretty fucking good team. Get a load of this. Tal Malolo, Jake Jaboyevic, Jai Arrow, Tapine, Harris, and Reese Martin. That's awesome. Yeah, That's so she's got herself a really solid replacement in Harris, and Reese Martin would just be making her cash. Yep. Cleary and Brimson. Ooh, okay, so we're half short. Yep. yep. Cody Walker and Sean Johnson. Yeah, I'd be looking to start pumping up my halves with some week-to-week plays. I don't know. I'd like to know where she's placed, but 
They'd be looking to get into Widdop at 5'8". Yep. This is probably where I think she could do some work is in the centres with Masters, Asako, Aitken, Lafai, yeah. Fusatua, Sione Katoa and Kurtman. It, it makes sense. It looks like trying to make money there. To be mm. fair though, Asako has been going so well. Masters and Asako. Masters has been going awesome. Um, I probably wouldn't want to like to be locked into both Dragon centres. Mm. So the Fusatua is probably might be a week to week play that she's trying to make. Um, so don't hate that. Um, but yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking for a big, a big gun, like an auto car or something maybe. Can you go on like splash the cash? Splashy. Yeah. I mean, at some point in time, you've got to pull the trigger on the big dogs, you know yep. what I mean? And make your team a legitimate bastard. Is Josh auto car a big dog? He's, he's kind of come killing good now. It. Is he? He's killing it, mm. yeah. Last question. He cost question. over 600 grand at one point. Yeah, but he was scoring like 15 tries a game. But that's where the edge they're going to. Yeah. And I mean, Melbourne score tries. Mm. Fullback then, this is what I want to ask, back on what you just said about Ponga. She doesn't have Ponga. Has oh. Tedesco and T- Tom Trebojevic. Oh, fuck me, dude. That's stacked. Dude, what, what, what do you think? Like, Well, I think what you said earlier is the best. Cash out on Tommy Turbo. I'd go to Ponga. I picked up Ponga you know, at the start of the year, FYI. <laughs> but um, I don't think T- Tom Trebojevic is making yeah, money from I, I'm, the classic. He's probably worth so much money. I'm shitting my pants over what how much he can lose. Five seventy three. He was. He's come down. Yeah, he's come down. So for me, I'd cut my losses on him because the more you have, like the more volatile the fall can be. So I think what you said is probably right. He probably goes out this week and scores a hundred, but just stick with us. We're trying our best on the classic questions. <laughs> Let us know what you think of our answer and come back to us next week on what you're trying to build your team to and what you're looking for, and we'll go from there. Cool. All right, well, I think that's it for the week. Sorry, we're... Need a little hour? Mm, well, um, is it a neat hour? Hour and eight minutes, actually. Oh, not bad. Um, stay tuned for next week's episode. We're going to have a full review, full back in service. Less ramble, more detailed stats. I just enjoyed talking. It's been a while since I got in here and got the juices flowing, so to speak. So shouldn't mm. be any breaks. Apologies. Draftcast is back 100%. Here's your boys, Corey and Mitch. Don't, remember, don't forget uh, Facebook at NRLSC Draftcast. Um, what else are we? Twitter, NRLSC Draftcast. We never use it, so don't go there. Yeah. Just Facebook us. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we use. We never use it. We don't use um, Twitter. We might do Instagram, though. That might be fun. Yeah. If we can do some funny photos. If I can actually get my ass off and do some... Maybe we could find some photos of us when we were playing league when we were younger. That's cool. And how shit we were. Jeez. <laughs> I'll I'm get some fine. photos down at East. Yeah. Of me Talk pushing weight or something in the gym. <laughs> anyway, it's your boys. I'm signing out as uh, Mitch Junior Junior Junior. Mitchell Junior Junior Junior. Go the Broncos. Enjoy your footy. Catch ya. Have a great week.